0: Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind just hitting the subscribe button, like, sharing the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Enjoy. It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up. up! 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 Thank you
1: for finally up. coming on. Thank you for finally having me. Man. Man. You, you always invited me, but like I had to make it happen.
0: I understand. And I'm never here. Like, I live in Mass, so I have to come up and make it work. But you, I feel like you and Jordan put on, like, the best shows. Like, I, I don't laugh hard. We were just talking about this beforehand. The last one I saw was one of the best comedy shows I've seen Thank you, ever. Like, yeah,
1: we do. We, we really try not to be whack. Like, <laughs> the main mission is just don't be corny and don't be <laughs> whack. And, like, you know, and then always be in the moment with the crowd. But yeah, just don't be whack.
0: And you do, like, a two person thing, which is sometimes hard to,
1: like, yeah, well, we've been doing it. We've been doing Productively Stone for, like, six years, seven years. So it's like, you know, like we oh, have good chemistry real? together, yeah. And we always was doing it together, like, both go up and, you know, yeah. give and go. And then, like, it was always easy because we always knew each other's jokes. So it was like, you know, we could just feed each other into another person's joke. And then as time went on, we got better with just crowd work and just dealing with it.
0: And you guys booked the best. Who was the white dude on that show, the one with CP and Sam Jay? He's kind of like a slower talker. Gavin Matz. yeah. Another murderer.
1: Yeah, he was hilarious. He
0: everyone on that show was hilarious. Yeah. We man. all
1: we all went to that. Yeah. Yeah, like see the thing about uh, the white the white guy at the Productively Stone show, it could got it could either go good or go bad. Uh there was a comic from Chicago and he ate it and he he like acknowledged that he was eating it in the crowd and I was like I you know sometimes uh the Productively Stone crowd treats uh white comics the same way judges treat niggas. <laughs> <laughs> i did a show called caribbean
0: delights once okay where i was like the white guy the white guy yeah and right before i was going on stage i had like a rum and coke they were giving free drinks i'm drinking i'm like why is this rum and coke crunchy and I look in, there's like ten dead flies in the drink of it. And they're like, and the next comedian, Samba. And I can't shit on the fucking place. Yes, like, you can. I, I, yes, you absolutely can. Being the only
1: white comedian.
0: I would definitely da- 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 fucking da- flies on in my drink. I would definitely
1: say that. But like, hey, I didn't even want to be this white guy, but <laughs> The Karen of the d- moment? Yeah. No, nah, I just I didn't Because drink- you know what the point you'd have to make? You'd be like, I understand black customer service to black people, but to me?
0: <laughs> 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 and it was funny. I didn't even want to drink that night. They were just giving me. They were like, "Come on, it's a free nah, drink." They, they, and they, they was were, trying to get you something else. Fly, get that extra protein. Ooh, the the dollars of protein. He said crunch. it was crunchy. You yeah, mean, no.
1: You don't chew your drinks, bro. Why would
0: you? <laughs> you don't chew your drinks. You don't do that. We had the gro- a gross ass smoothie the other day from where? I don't know some smoothie place right down the street. They like vacuum sealed the smoothie or some
1: shit to make it.
0: It's like, it, there's no reason for a smoothie to be fucking I just love $10. to see what
1: all the retired drug dealers are doing with their money. So It's always like a vacuum. Yeah. See, we vacuum see it. was like, man, we know what she was doing with this before.
0: Now that I get older and now that, like, everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, this is a place to launder money. Like, every... Well, like, you know what I really was thinking about? Everything's about laundering yes, money. Yes,
1: absolutely. But you know what I really was thinking about? Um... When the pandemic was happening and all like all businesses had to be shut down and certain stores would still be open, I'm pretty sure that is just like sex, like that's just trafficking money. Mm. Like for instance, like you, do you know what a portobello is? Like a mushroom? No, Portobello. <laughs> no. It's a store. It's a oh no, Portabella. Is it there? But yeah, <laughs> Portabella are a bunch of stores all around New York, right? And they sell suits. They sell like Steve Harvey suits, just cheap ass suits. Mm-hmm. And every portobello in New York City was open all pandemic. Problem is. Who the fuck are buying these suits? We ain't going to church. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah, for real.
0: You're going to a funeral service. Yeah, on like, Zoom. bodegas, just, just, I they, understand they,
1: why they... y'all were open, but like certain businesses that just stayed yeah. open is like, yo, where y- How y'all paying rent?
0: The bodegas shit was weird, though. So I would come to the city during, whenever, when it was like 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock shut down. And I remember a few times we would take mushrooms yeah. and we'd just walk around the city and it would be dead. Yeah. Except for the rats, like, rats everywhere. But then the bodegas would be open, of and course. the guy wouldn't be wearing a mask. There'd be no one else in the there. Bodega like, the bodega. Is the lifeline yeah.
1: of the like of the hood, like yeah. the bodega gotta be open.
0: But why does that get to be open? It was just a weird thing. It's just like because like, like, laundering like, even, money. They launder money. They might launder shit. money. They
1: definitely might be moving bricks. Mm. The Spanish ones. That's true. Like like I remember like like a couple years ago before the pandemic, something happened in Washington Heights where like they were chasing all the black kids out their hood. Because something happened at a corner store, like in a bodega, they robbed a bodega, and so now they were chasing down all the the black kids <laughs> who came in at Washington Heights. And I was like, these niggas didn't rob a bodega; they robbed the drug spot. <laughs> like, so, yeah, they knew. you're yeah, like, not gonna steal fucking two hundred dollars yeah, from. you got sloppy, the... and somebody took y'all bricks, and now you want to run down on everybody who come through the block.
0: I feel like there is a through real thing where they're the they're making a coup on rappers for RICO charges. There's so many rappers getting locked up right now. More than usual, I feel like.
1: Well, rappers are always a target, but I think the problem is, like, uh, rappers are, for one, always a target. And for two, like, a lot of dudes, like, are really doing what they rap about. Oh, 100%. And I blame record labels because record labels pick these niggas. All right? So, like, record labels are, like, just swimming in, like, a pool of talent. Like they, they know who all the good people yeah. are. And, I, and I've had to
0: edit things out or tell people to not talk about, like, indictment shit on the podcast like nah. uh, you know like exactly
1: because record labels be like record labels they don't necessarily want like the shiny star they want that center left so like they be like all right who's in this like a guy who's like hey i'd be a great star they'd be like no we're gonna take the little fucking dusty kid over here with all the trauma we're gonna give him a million dollars do you think they do that with comedians probably in reverse Yeah. Maybe like, now we're going to take the sexiest looking person who tells, who has an understanding of timing.
0: Yeah. I saw some Netflix specials that came out during the quarantine where I was like, not that I'm a fantastic stand up, I'm not a good, but honestly, I'm like, is this what is happening right now? Maybe. Like, I mean. But some of the best stand up ever is right now. Shout out, like, for real, like when I saw CP at your show. Like yeah, he's or, he's
1: famous. He has good numbers. Or and he's S- fucking hilarious. Sam J, like Sam J, is fucking uh, like she's might be one like one of the funniest out of all of us.
0: Do you do you know the story of how I know Sam? No. Cra- when I was 16, I was like a loser. Okay. I mean, not that
1: I'm great. I now, honestly but... cannot believe that. I <laughs> cannot. That doesn't even resonate. Like no, I don't even see that at all. <laughs> and I would go
0: yeah, I know it's a so unbelievable. No. I would go to comedy shows. I was I didn't do stand up, but I would go to comedy shows in Boston. Okay. And uh sometimes my dad I would had would have to go to me with me cuz Good I, comedy town Boston. Yeah, wicked. And if you're under 21 you couldn't go to some clo- okay. shows. So I would see Sam J at these things they had at Laugh Boston called Chocolate Sundays. Okay. It was like a Boston black has show. its
1: own chocolate Sundays. I just like yeah. that right now.
0: They don't have it anymore. Okay. Cuz it was like a white club that had that on Sundays. <laughs> and the special... They just called it Black Night. They just that's, been like, nigga night. No, but the special was... Nigga night in Boston. You could get a chocolate sundae and a shot of Hennessy. That was the special.
1: I don't like this at all.
0: <laughs> no, but I would see Sam J <laughs> at those shows, and then I would go, and my dad bought her a beer once when I was like 17. She was opening up for Wyatt Snack in Boston. Okay. And then I was like, I want to be a comedian when I grow up, type shit. And she always just like, that's how we met. So then she would always see me at shows and she was one of the first like comedians. Oh, she was nice polite to you? So nice like to this day, she'll even be like, Sam, I remember when you were like sixteen, like she was one of the nicest people right from the beginning. That's nice. Her and Todd Glass.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I love Sam J. She's done productly her a bunch of times. She's like one of my favorite comedians. Like
0: she really is probably one of the She inspires
1: people. me to be better. I'm like, damn, she's fucking so intelligent and just so like and then her T V show like there's certain comedians when they get tv shows like sometimes it doesn't hit and sometimes it does and like for her like it's like her uh I, what's what's the uh what's the indian guy who had his own tv show on on netflix for aziz i sorry no, uh hassan hassan, oh, hassan Mana- minaj hassan minaj's show fit him per- perfectly uh sam J's show fits her perfectly z way show fits her perfectly mm-hmm. like I love when comedians find a way to put a show that I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly who this person is. And it's everything that I would have thought they would uh, do with a TV show.
0: Do you was the show when we met in Connecticut? Was that your first show back?
1: No, I've been on the road since August last year. I've been running around the country doing shows. I've been flirting with COVID before I got uh, vaccinated. Yeah, I've been...
0: I got COVID February of 2020. Before the lockdowns, so that when COVID hit, I just went balls to the wall because I had the antibodies.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I never got COVID. And then I got vaccinated. And part of me was like, bro, you were doing so good not getting COVID. I feel the exact same way. I was like, man, I was killing it not getting COVID. Do you remember the first time you, well, you got you tested positive? I remember the first time I tested for COVID, I tested negative for antibodies, too, because I like you couldn't tell me I didn't have COVID in December. Like, I was one of them niggas. I was like, yo, I definitely yo, oh, nigga. I, I was phlegmy. You remember? I was, I, was, I was mad phlegmy. I was coughing and yeah. shit. Then he's like, yeah, you tested negative for anybody. I was like, oh, I was full of shit all of Okay. Mm. Cool. Cool. No, nah,
0: but there was a time where I was smoking with five people all night. We smoked one of those ounce joints. Mm-hmm. You know where it's yeah, just like. And I was the only person in the room who tested negative. And that happened four times where well, I was the only person in a group who tested negative. And
1: where everyone else had it? Mm-hmm. Why are you flush smoking with niggas who got COVID? I didn't know they had COVID at the <laughs> that time. Was I wicked. wasn't like, I wasn't like, that like, is wicked. Your circle that. is yuck.
0: <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I mean, Ani can attest to that. But that
1: circle could have been yo, You yuck. know what it That's... is, man? Like, cause for one, like I look at all my friends who got COVID and all my friends who didn't get COVID. And I started being like, mm-hmm. I just start correlating lifestyles. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you were a out there. You were doing shit. Yeah, shows I mean like shit. Too. I'm broke. Nigga, I had to do whatever. Like, God, thank God these rich niggas didn't want to go out. Yeah. I had to go get money. That probably because
0: I did comedy. I feel like I got better over there when a lot of people did. Like you're you're a murderer. Like when I've seen you do comedy. Thank you, man. Like you've killed. You're hilarious. Like Thanks.
1: I mean, yeah, like working throughout the whole time, I definitely felt like it gave me an advantage. Cause everybody was sitting at the couch and on the couch and I was like all throughout Texas, all throughout Alabama, we were doing scary ass places. We were we went to Alabama and we met these chicks, and they uh, we needed weed. I mean, I needed weed. I'm not, yeah. so anyway. And you, who, you, what do you mean we? Were you with? By we like I want to say we needed weed, but I'm the only one you know, that smokes on tour, so I I needed the weed. Yeah. And so we go to these chicks' crib and they they were selling us some weed. And I was like, all right, cool. And we're out in Alabama, and they were smoking us out for a bit. And I just was like, yo, the deepest part of my mem- like the deepest part of my imagination right now. It's just scary that like when it's time for us to go back to the car, and then my boy who went on tour with Desi Johnson, he goes and it's just a bunch of KKK niggas waiting for us. I was like, yes. <laughs> How were the shows in Alabama? They were great. They were fucking amazing. Like Alabama was lit. Like, was we that your first we in time? Yes, true? yes, yes. Absolutely, my first. Like I have no business in Alabama. <laughs> I don't know when I would have ever went to Alabama. You did well though. Yeah, fuck. They love me in Huntsville, Alabama. What up, Huntsville? That's
0: not surprising, but that's cool that, like, you're... Co- was that your first time, like, going all around, But or have you traveled before?
1: Uh, with Amanda Seals, we toured a lot. I toured with her a lot, but um, Amanda goes to, like, fabulous <laughs> cities with fabulous theaters, so it was, like... Yeah. Did so you ever do the Wilbur in Boston? Not yet. I want to, though. We did... Uh, what did we do? We did... We did the Buckhead Theater in Atlanta. We did West Palm oh, Beach. We did, We did, like... Ohio like everyone's going to do you always going to do Ohio show like cuz they got so many places to go to in Ohio like LA, San Diego, I did Texas like Austin, Dallas, Houston. Uh yeah, I've I've toured so much and like had such a good time like Drake music really starts to relate to me like early Drake music. Like my boy Jordan used to say like like I don't What is Jordan? Wait,
0: used to Jordan, like, Jordan Rock. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like my boy it was like is there a different Jordan? Yeah,
1: Jordan Rock, he would always be like, "Yeah, like I don't understand how niggas who ain't really popping like Drake's music, and I was like, I don't get what you mean. And he was like, Yeah, like my nigga, you gotta be, ju- you gotta be popping in like three cities to.
0: How long were you? what is <laughs> that? Can I be honest? That's actually very true. Yeah, I'm not popping on the level that you are. But as soon as I got like recognized in three different cities, yeah, you were like, Hold I was on like, now. Oh, oh shit, this is like, you know exactly what I mean. This big dude, big dude came up to me, face tattoos just on the street. And I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, you interviewed A.A. Rasheed. You asked great questions. And exactly. Like, oh, now you was like, yeah, you know I do what I do. You know I do my thoughts.
1: You had to get comfortable in the moment uh, real quick. Swear, yeah.
0: Big old white dude with face tattoos. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but no, it, it is true that you relate to the Drake music now. It's kind of like Larry June. I don't know if you, but I don't know if how people who aren't healthy or aren't doing
1: their yeah, shit. Yeah, now that I'm a running, I do, I do really like. Now that <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm running, <laughs> you drink still, a I've been running for three weeks. Pay me no mind. And now that I'm like, I'm like Larry June music. I'm like, I get it now. My nigga, <laughs> healthy like, nigga, you know me, bow. <laughs> I'm so, on my health <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, but to
0: be fair, I know he would get. He would block me immediately. And I've like, I know, my, I've like who talked about. block you, Larry June? If you I, don't know that Larry June
1: might be like, hey man, I like this kid. <laughs> No, but I
0: want him to be like you can't be on your healthy shit and smoking blunts. Like I'm on that Wiz Khalifa paper planes. Larry June smoke? He smoked blunts. He smokes? He smokes blunts. Yeah.
1: No weed only. If you like, for if you go, oh, you saying he got to just smoke? Drinks. Yeah, he's just got to smoke. You got to hey, do what Wiz man. Khalifa do. Does. There's certain things you just can't change about certain people. It's a tobacco addiction, I like know. it is cigarettes. Hey, 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 listen, I, I listen to the currency uh, <laughs> TED Talk. I know. <laughs> yeah, I I bought the Bible. I get it.
0: But I fuck with that whole Taylor Gang mentality. Yeah, I mean, like, see, they got three of the best stoners. They got Burner.
1: Yeah, they got Whip. Currency. And they got Wiz. That's the Mount Rushmore of like the modern day. You, you yeah. know, you got to put Snoop in there. The
0: can you, Ani? Don't you have to pull it up? But does Snoop Dogg smoke just weed or does he smoke tobacco?
1: Snoop Dogg smokes blunts for sure. Does he? Yeah. Damn. He probably smoked drinks, but like he definitely smokes blunts.
0: I also I feel like I'm a vegan when I say that. When I say just smoke weed, I'm like, cut it yeah, out Yeah, no, but your like system. I get I get like, what you're saying, man. Cause not that I'm telling you to quit, but I'm just saying like my mentality. That would be on my line it. too. I'd like, be
1: like, man, I'm here for to get to smoke weed. Like this, like this tobacco is just depriving me of carbon monoxide. And I'm just like of oxygen. I'm just lightheaded. That's all that yeah. is.
0: And we were talking about running, like you run now. You're a runner. I do
1: run now, man. That's lit. <laughs> that's such a good catch me out here man catch wait have you here.
0: used that on a girl yet that's when you know you're like i'm a runner <laughs> have nah, you done I'ma,
1: that yet i'm gonna wait till i'm gonna wait till i look like a runner first because <laughs> <laughs> at this point it could just be ball miss. <laughs> like this nigga <laughs> tell me he run but he built like this
0: <laughs> like she's like go race me yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right.
1: you a runner do you like like fit chicks yeah yeah oh yeah I like fit chicks, but I don't like the chicks that like make me feel like I'm living life wrong if I fall off. Mm. Like they like I I could appreciate you know someone who who's like trying to take care of their health, but then like they be judging you. Yeah. Someone like those type of girls, they like a guy who works out too, because it's like that's a part of their lifestyle. They need that.
0: It's like the weed thing. It's like I can't. I need
1: someone who smokes weed too. Yeah, exactly. Like I can't. I can't compromise. No. If you don't smoke, then it's not really gone. <laughs> I gotta like. I've had to like fucking. I had to, like, be the bad influence boyfriend on bitches, like, hey, look. Oh, I had a girl on a full
0: ride to law school, never smoked weed, turned her into a stoner afterwards. Like.
1: (laughs) What does she do now? She still
0: has a full ride to law school. Okay. But she
1: smokes weed. Okay, good. If you'd have called us to law school, I'd be like, this is cold. Uh, No, no,
0: I didn't do, I didn't ruin any of that. All right, good. Have I ever ruined, let me think, have I ever ruined. I don't want to
1: talk about this stuff at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, all right. Because women I've dated have a tendency to go see the shit I've done, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's ruined some shit. (laughs) Is that, (laughs) really? No. No one ever started drama
0: online? Yeah, hell yeah,
1: they fucking DM me. (laughs) One of them. One of them, uh, she's like sent a clip of me talking on some shit on a podcast. And I, I was talking about women or some shit. And her her whole rebuttal was like, Yeah, you just want to cheat in peace. I feel you. And I was like, Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Buddy.
0: But you are very, like, you talk about that and kill with your jokes about it in a relatable way on stage. Yeah. Like, like you should just send her a clip of a whole room laughing at you doing a joke about it. Right, like you know what
1: I'm not. <laughs> when I talk about my relationship experiences and stuff like that, which sometimes I like, I don't know, I have mixed relate. I have feelings about when I talk about that type of stuff because the things I've been through in relationships, a lot of pe- a lot of people like get out of here. And on the same strength, even though it might be entertaining, I'm like, well, this is my life.
0: <laughs> I feel that way every time I like have a hookup. I'm like, shit, I have a bit out of this, but I can't like. Isn't that hear-
1: man? Like sometimes, like the girl, fo- like like I have a joke about when this chick. Made nine Instagram pages and was like, like I was like a I was like a of like a victim of like revenge porn. Like she like was taking serious shots from our sex tape and was like spreading them. And she was following everyone I and knew. And that's on real shit. Yeah, nine pages. They were all combinations of my name with the Damn. word bum. It's like Reg is a bum. <laughs> so that's Reg. real. Yeah. Damn. She followed comedians. You she must be a great bookers. ass boyfriend. I'm a great something. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm great if someone does that level of craziness. Oh, the dick game is crazy, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's. I've had like never fake pages. I've never, I'm also no one's ever posted. I don't think I'm worried about people spreading sex tape shit. I don't want that out there.
1: You're not nervous about it?
0: I mean, like, if okay, if I get to a place where I'm like well known,
1: first off, are you making sex tapes?
0: I have made a <laughs> people listening. I'm, yes, I have made a good amount. Good for you, man. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I I feel weird just how I look and
1: sound, being like dick game crazy, like you. But he's like, like, but my dick game crazy. <laughs> he's like, I mean, I believe Mister Running five miles and thirty mile bikes. Yeah, yeah. You you better have some stamina, lace and pipe, man. Good for you. <laughs> but it, but I, I don't know. People hate me,
0: but I don't think it's. A well, Why do people point. hate you. I think people like hate me. girl. Girls hate me from my past, but I don't think to a point where they want to like ruin my shit. I hope. Nah, okay. nah. I dated one girl was the president of the feminist club at my college. Yeah, she has a. She has. Some she. I that. don't think she likes me at all. Was
1: that back? Was this before you was laying laying the pipe?
0: Nope, I was, but I also was like a fucked up. Like I would say fucked up shit then. And she was, like, super feminist. What'd you say? I, that was when I was you in my like, troll you like, get in the kitchen phase. where you belong. No, that's when I was in my troll phase. Like, I don't troll anymore, but I would go to the feminist meetings, and just to be a dick, I would, like, be like, how do you guys feel about Milo Yiannopoulos? And I would just get them all <laughs> real mad and shit, like, just to be a troll, not even that I, but, like, yeah, she probably doesn't like me.
1: Yeah, you know, you'd be like, what do you ladies feel about consent?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. Mm-hmm. But nine pages is a lot. That's a lot.
1: Yeah, that was a lot, bro. And then, like, every time you got to send you a photo of your ID to Facebook so that they could delete the Instagram page. And then after a while, like, I, I had to do it to, like, seven of the pages. And then, like, on the eighth page, <laughs> Facebook emailed me back. Like, yeah, we don't see a problem with this page. We don't see. I feel like I, what the fuck are you talking about, Facebook? Like fate, like because like after, like she would get them, I would get them removed so much that she started to realize like what she could keep up and what she had to not post. Was she reaching out to your family? Has anyone ever
0: like reached out to your family and shit? No nah. that's good. But she was like.
1: Man. Honey, that's wild, right? Like, Have it, you ever heard of any shit like, it like that? It was so wicked that like like she like so like she's just going through my Instagram files and she's following everyone. So she followed ex girlfriends. <laughs> she followed chicks I was she followed chicks I was talking to. She was like follow everybody. Yo, my ex girlfriend hit me in my DM like, So you fuck with another crazy bitch, huh? I was like, Yeah. But you okay, go by But back. What, what made it save grace that there were women who would like hop on the pages and like
0: argue on my behalf in the comments. That's nice, because a lot of your fan base is women.
1: But then also a lot of girls know me, and like, no, I'm not on the type of shit that Shorty was trying to put blast me about.
0: That's... Yeah. When were you popping at that point? No. Not really. I didn't know if she wanted to, like, I mean, fuck uh, it with was, your, uh, like...
1: Uh, she, I was popping enough that my phone was ringing off the hook about that shit. Like, it was so bad that, like, maybe two days later... Like, at, like it happened on a Monday, right? But it was, like, going on all week. Mm-hmm. So, by, like, Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon... I'm pretty sure people hitting up Jordan about it so much that Jordan calls me out of nowhere in the middle of the afternoon, he goes, Yo, you good?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you got a bit out of it.
1: Yeah, you're right. I So it's loved, all good. Yeah, you're right. Having my having my ass sheek spread across the internet. It definitely worth <laughs> You ever bit. think
0: I think about that. I'm like, damn, that shit's fucked, but at least I got some time out of it. Nah, bro,
1: cause you know what I started to realize after a while. Uh I didn't need to be a long time ago I learned that I didn't need to be miserable or depressed to be funny.
0: Oh, I don't think you have to be miserable and depressed. I used to think like that. Were were you a sad, were you like a sad boy? I don't know if I, I mean,
1: I don't know if I was a sad boy. Would you like listen to Kid
0: Cudi and cry?
1: Not cry, but I listen to Cudi and have my moment. I like Kid Cudi a lot, but I, I I, I don't know why. You know what song I I was crying to when I was depressed? I was, I was crying in Notorious B.I.G.'s Everyday Struggle.
0: Mm. That's a, were you like, you You were like, yeah. But when you started comedy, you were like a sad comedian.
1: When I started comedy, I was just You're very happy on stage. Like you seem Yeah, I know. I like Jordan was like, you gotta get rid of this. <laughs> Jordan was like, You too happy on stage. So like, he's like, he's like, yo, the real you is kinda grumpy and not like You're like Eeyore. Yeah. Like not Eeyore. Like I'm mad funny, but if I don't like some shit, I'm like, yo, this shit whack. Like I'll I'll start speaking on it and start complaining. And so but I don't like to be that negative energy, so I try to keep that tuck. Yeah. But if you my friend, I'm be like, yo, this shit whack it in a bitch. There's so many negative comedians, though. Yeah, and I'm trying not to be that guy, but uh, Jordan was like, yo, bro, you need to be more honest about your actual personality. He was like, yo, you so nice and like, he ain't say verbatim, but like, I am, like, if you look at my stand up, it's like, oh, this guy's such, guy such a ray of sunshine. I
0: don't know. You're talking about like the what? like you're talking about like cheating and you're talking about like. Yeah, but yeah. I say it in such a
1: nice way. <laughs> how 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 are you supposed to say it? like exactly? I cheat. I'm an asshole. Exactly. Like, that's exactly how. That's exactly what my thoughts are. Yeah. Jordan's like you need to be a little colder. I'm like man. I'm already saying some really cold shit. Were you? So were you before? Were you colder? No, before I was just still trying to be funny. I don't know if I was colder. I think. I think. Uh, how long into comedy did you pop up? I, I'm still not necessarily sure. I popped off I think. I think things started really coming for me when I started opening for Amanda Seals and then I did like a couple festivals. Uh touring for sure. When I started touring and moving around and then like just really getting my stand up all the way up. And then uh How many years then? I say
0: probably seven. Oh wow. And were you what were your what was like your early stand up like?
1: Early stand up I was doing like a lot of I was hosting the Open Mic at New York Comedy Club for two years. Oh, right. On 24th Street. Oh. And uh, this was before Emilio even bought it. This was when the old owners owned it. And Emilio was the street team guy, and he put me in charge of the Open Mic. I always give him credit for that, because that always, like, gave me time for two years to really hone in on my shit. Cause I bet, yeah. Because it was Mondays and Tuesdays, so I always you know, love Emilio for that. And then... um. But while I was doing that, I was doing a lot of black circuit shows. Like my mentor, like I had a mentor who was like a real funny comic on the black like on the black circuit. And he was just like I would just do late night hood shows. I would do on hood shows all the time. And then like he was like, But you know, if they fuck with you over there, you know, stay over there, and make sure you do your thing and like, you know, get up there as much as you can. And then uh the hood shows really saved me, man. Like we when I say you we like one hood show in particular I remember was on Flatbush Avenue. It was off of Flatbush and um Westbury Court. And like the spot, not even a spot no more, it's a, it's a whole new spot right now, but the comedy show didn't start before midnight, right? It Like it was Wednesday and it didn't start before midnight. It was free jerk chicken. That's how hood the shit was. They was giving out free jerk chicken. Did you have to pay to get in? No, you it, just but... had to be in there and they'll just <laughs> give you jerk chicken. You didn't even have to pay to get in. And then... The audience was just old crip niggas who you thought died, just old <laughs> gang members who you thought weren't even alive no more. Like, I thought I saw you in the obituary. yeah, and <laughs> these are the people you gotta make laugh. I remember just being terrified, like oh my god, nigga, I bomb. And I and at the time I was t- I was like a young comic talking about Brooklyn shit. I was talking about like why I never turned crip, why I never got into a gang. And these, <laughs> I remember one time I did that joke and it completely bombed. And I was like, so I guess y'all made the other decision. And somebody was like, <laughs> yup. And I was like, I'm about to die Yeah, and I remember just being like, yo, how the fuck do you make hood niggas laugh And then my mentor would be drunk, roasting all these niggas And it'd be hilarious And I was like, this guy's a magician
0: That's some of the most beneficial shit, though Like, I started, you ever go to Cape Cod?
1: Uh, in Bo- I know where Cape Cod is, I've heard of it
0: A lot of heroin there I believe you there's a documentary. Any any
1: boat city predominantly white, I assume. Yeah, and I would—that's where I started around.
0: comedy. So I would have to go to these bars where people would just be fucked up, and I remember they would like throw drinks at me, and like yell at me, and like threaten to kill me, and I'd be like, "Let me try to make you laugh at you." But looking back, those were the most beneficial.
1: Yeah, because you got to re- you got to realize what not to say. Like anytime- also, no
0: bomb at a club or no bomb at like a. Show is gonna be as bad as someone threatening. Anytime to kill I level you. bombed,
1: I like immediately I knew why and what happened to made me bomb.
0: Oh yeah, one hundred percent.
1: And then that like and like in those early days, that's when you realize, oh, don't do that.
0: I hate when people blame. Don't blame it. Don't take the self responsibility for bombing. Yeah, like because like is- your mentor could make that room left. Yeah, not a lot of people could, but he could. Yeah, it's like. One person can make any crowd laugh, no matter how shitty the crowd is.
1: I think the hood rooms are necessary for me to learn fearlessness and then to learn how to be loud. Like that's my that's what that that might be my that might be my saving grace, my token in New York is I'm loud. Like on the mic, I, no matter what, even if I always try to be as loud as I possibly can, even if it don't match my energy, because I'm naturally such a relaxing, rela- like kind of laid back person that like it like the type of shit I'm talking about I'm not gonna go over. So I'll be like.
0: That I, worse, I smoke a lot of weed, so I'm chill. But I'm like to get very animated and energetic. It doesn't matter how high. I, I can't get drunk before I go on stage, but I can get as high as I can. Like I can take edibles, I can smoke, but I can't drink. Even a I beer makes sm- me like nervous. The,
1: the, the, the issue with me is I could smoke, but my eyes are already little, and once I smoke, it's gonna get smaller. And it's like I'm telling on myself. <laughs> Oh, re- yeah. Yeah, and then, like... You can't just get vising? I can, not but my eyes are small, like, regardless. And then, like, the audience is like, so you're not going to acknowledge that you high as fuck right now? Mm.
0: <laughs> no. I'll
1: be killing them, but they be like, damn. Yeah,
0: small eye. I never thought about small... I never yeah, bro, thought... Of eyes, eyes. I, that used
1: to be my bit. I used to be like, I got little eyes, like, naturally. It's just my face. <laughs> I'm like, if I open my eyes, like, the rest of y'all look like I'm lying. And I'm like,
0: how old... <laughs> How old were you when you smoked for the first time when you
1: did stand-up? Like, when you took stand-up seriously? I was—I probably smoked for the first time when I was, like, 12, maybe. Oh, shit. Watching TGIF Friday, watching Family Matters, and the next-door neighbor was like, yo, come on the roof. And he was, like, in high school, and he's like, yo, he's sweet. Wow, okay. I broke my
0: throat. Did you just keep smoking after that? Nah,
1: I, I kind of chilled off. And then like, probably in high school, I smoked a little bit, chilled off. And then in college, when I came, in college, I picked up and just stayed there. That was what yeah, but um first time i when I did stand up, and took it seriously it was twenty i was twenty six years old but i I had probably done it when i was twenty four for the first time, but I was still an undergrad, and I was like, you know, let me finish school and where'd you go Brooklyn college for what uh journalism with a concentration in film film study
0: comedians always want to study film in college. who else did that I mean, I did I have a lot of I'll people cry, huh? who like. I know a lot of comedians who did that.
1: Yeah, it's something. I'm but,
0: high right now, so
1: I'm not going to name any of them. Comedians always are doing something that would. Comedians always studying something that could have easily led to comedy. Mm-hmm. Like I like I said, I was a journalism major. I used to write for Complex magazine, so like I always like. Oh, did stories. Yeah. Right. what would you write? Uh, like well, I was, I wrote on their website. I didn't write like music, name. shoes. Yeah, music, music, and sports. So I, I interviewed a band called Chester French. For them, and then I did, like, a couple... Like, back when they would do, like, lists, like, top ten, whatever whatever the fuck. And I used to write for another website called Kicks on Fire. That's how I started writing for Complex. My boy from childhood owned that website. He created that. Oh, that's uh, cool. Writing for Kicks on Fire allowed me to write for Complex. Do you write still? My jokes. (laughs) I'll completely fall off. Do you write your jokes? Do you sit down and write them? Yeah, I'll completely fall off, though. Like, I wish, like... I'm the other week i was just trying to learn i was like damn how do i write a good essay i tried to go back to like just writing an essay mm-hmm. just to fucking tighten up on that but i write yeah like what a, was your essay i journal about? i journal and i write jokes
0: journaling i need to i need to get better on journaling whenever i do i'm so much better but i don't do it enough
1: yeah man i'm, I'm trying to pick up all these new good habits and it's a lot to fucking fit all together and then like i'm starting to realize man it's all about sacrifices man like like, there's running shit all the day, every day is, you know, I'm I'm clearly sacrificing, probably jerking off in the mornings. I don't know. Wait, you can't jerk off and run? No, I'd rather not. I'm just, like, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm just trying to do all the sacrifices necessary to be the who I want to be. I
0: understand. What, like, made you start making that change?
1: Watching niggas who ain't funnier than me have better careers than me.
0: Hmm. And what do you think that is?
1: Uh, They probably did the work and I didn't.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like you were, like? Lazy before Do you feel like
1: I, I feel like You always gotta be honest With yourself And know that, that No matter what you're doing Is not is You're not You're not always at peak form You always can get better But for sure Like I definitely there, there are definitely months Where I went on Where I wasn't writing every day Like I should've been I wasn't fucking Doing whatever, all everything I should be doing I wasn't running every day Like I should've been doing So it was like You know like It's so easy to look outside Of yourself And be like What the fuck But like I had to look inside myself And realize that there was A lot of shit missing
0: do you think—I feel like I f- am going through the same thing, too. It's like when shit started opening up, like, you'd want to celebrate more. Like, now that—like, you would—like, I would I don't know. I feel like once shit opened up, I would celebrate. And then I would that would make me stay out later, and then I'd sleep in now in I'm, the morning. Like, I've completely settled I,
1: into this new, like, I gotta get the fuck out back to my house by 10 o'clock vibe. But oh, then also really? like then, but then you know also what was humbling like like a couple weeks ago, I got hand of a like a, a writer's packet right, and like I would submit writer's packet and I would never get the writing job. And I read this one guy, he's like this guy was like, "Yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a writer's packet of a friend of mine." He this is the packet he submitted for a writing job that he ended up getting, and I read this guy's writer's packet, and the shit was so good. I was like, "Nigga, you never deserve the writing job." Like I never, why did I why did I even have the audacity to get upset? I was like, yo, I was like, this is what motherfucker, like, this is what you wrote in hopes of getting the job? It was fucking killer. It was, I was like, I was like, man, I was out of my fucking mind.
0: Well, then what do you see, like, what do you want to do? Get better. (laughs) Do you, like, stand, like, do you want to write? Do you want to have a show? Like, do you just Oh, I would definitely like,
1: I would definitely like to be on camera and fucking, I would definitely like to host it and have my own show, like, to be on camera, but the way the business runs, like you know, like, like, there's so many different routes to it, like. Z-Way wrote herself into her own shit Like Z-Way was a writer Sam J, another writer, got her own shit Like so like yeah. I'm realizing there's so many routes to it So I'm not really trying to pigeon my, pigeonhole myself It's just trying to find the things that I actually like And the things I would actually like to do The work at being good at And then doing that shit I think I'd be dope on camera I think I'd be dope writing
0: You said you did stand up Like did you want to do stand up Was that like your dream or did you want to be a writer
1: Stand up I always wanted to be a uh, stand up. 'Cause like I think I think like being raised by immigrants and like just being beat down on having the self esteem and confidence. Like I'd have always been like, I want to be on TV, but my parents beat the beat the confidence out of me, so it was like, maybe a writer. <laughs> where the where are you, your parents from? Eighty. And so like now that I'm an adult and you know, you just do you work on yourself, you try to figure out what you really about. I'm like, nah, I'd definitely be on, on camera, like that's my vibe. And what so, did they want you to do? Be a doctor or an accountant or some like that. shit. I don't know. Do they Support pastor your shit now Yeah because I don't need them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah once that That changed. Yeah, once, 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 your, once your money come in Everybody's like yo I always knew it I'll be looking at my parents with the stew I'll be like <laughs> I remember Yeah I'll be looking Yeah that's why I'm, That's why I, like you know Yeah we can get personal I don't fuck with Like I fuck with my parents I love my parents But like it's definitely not What it could have been Because it's like I, Cause I'm petty like that That's why Cause it's like I don't forget
0: That's real Yeah that's real. I feel do you feel like there is or are you just kinda like, nah, I'm on my I'm on my own shit now?
1: Nah, because like 'cause nothing's ever secure and it's like it's not like I'm like, fuck y'all or nothing like that. It's just a, like
0: Do you have siblings?
1: Yeah. Do they feel the same way? I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't I don't really talk to my siblings. You're like more on your own. Yeah. I fuck with I fuck with some of my siblings for sure, like but we don't like, you know. They're yeah. all like we're all adults, so we all do our own thing and my me and my youngest sibling. We don't talk, so it's like with me and my parents, man. Like, like I like I love my parents, and I know my parents love me. But like, yo, people who love you be fucking up, and parents fuck up. People, parents are not perfect people, so it's like, you know, I've had to, I've just, I've just had to come to terms with certain shit and just be cool with it.
0: Was there like a moment that changed that? Like, how old? Like, were you young when you figured that out? Were you? Nah, sadly,
1: I, I feel like I was too old to realize that. I should have figured that out way early. I'd have been way better off. But but on the same strength, like with that being said, like it was kind of early on when I was like, I'd rather disappoint y'all than like, <laughs> than like be who y'all want me to be. Yeah, that's. Yeah,
0: I mean, my mom just listened to my podcast for the first time and she was not happy with the product of it. Yeah, and it be like that. It, it but I I'm an angry person. And I would, you like, don't <laughs> <say>. <laughs> yeah can you believe i w- i'm angry and i was a loser in high nah, school man. can you believe that Let me tell you <laughs> The revelations on this episode <laughs>
1: i never saw any of this coming
0: uh, no <laughs> but i feel like now i did enough work like i meditate and i try to like see myself as like not someone to get quick to anger but really and i would have freaked out but i had like a real conversation and i think she actually like understood me more after that which was something that I was like all right cuz there is a decision where it's like you can go one or two ways
1: yeah like yeah like when it comes to me and my parents like it's like it's like for like for strict as they were like for for who they were and like how they moved with their household and everything like that it's like you know especially when you're the, like the child of immigrants it's like yo when you out their house and you don't got to abide by their rules you let it be known like yo Fuck with y'all on Like that. Was, that's y'all business Over there But over here We on some other shit You think that drove you?
0: Yeah Like that kind of like
1: It definitely drove me it drives, it drives me to this day Because it's like You know like As much as I love my parents And I would love to do I want to do more for my parents It's just um, you just like That independence That knowing that you fucking Got your life in your own hands And you making it happen for you Is something that I thrive off of You said that happened
0: Later in life yeah. Like later than you wanted to How old are you?
1: When how When do you realized that Probably am my like thirty, thirty one, like maybe twenty nine. I said some shit. I was like, "Yeah, parents fuck up too," but like it was just some shit I should have been realizing. Like, yo, my parents are just niggas winging it.
0: Yeah, that is such a. You put them on like a pedestal of yeah. Like, they I should I
1: should have took them off that pedestal a long time ago. Yeah, but like you know, especially like growing up Haitian or like in any like household where your parents are kind of on top of you you'd be like you know like they love you they do whatever they can for you you'd be feeling like they superheroes and like you know at the very day at the at the end of the day if i ever got in trouble those are the people i gotta go to anyway so you know you got that relationship but like you fucking coming in your own you like man this shit whack what y'all want or, or some of the shit
0: did it come to when you were like self-sufficient then you were like oh shit i didn't it was like the person that
1: I fucking it, it got it came to a point where like I was kind of just living out on the, I was I was scarcely living on the street like not very much but like I was on some shit where it was like I might have been fucking chicks for a spot or I'd be staying on a friend's couch. Mm-hmm. I lived on Jordan's couch for a long time, not a long time, but I was on Uncle Jordan's couch for a lot. And uh, and then like it just like you know, after a while you like yo I'm not sick I'm not unable like. I got to figure a way to provide for myself, so then you know, and then I and I knew I was I, and I knew I couldn't do anything other than comedy, so I had to fucking make it happen. And that's when I really started make. That's why I really used Productively stone as an opportunity uh, to provide for myself because it was like I'm gonna just sell tickets and make sure I give people the best comedy show I could possibly possibly give them.
0: Well, you were telling me that I'm very lucky to have Annie and Irish, which I am, and that's cool that like Jordan let you like crash on his yeah, that's couch my dog, in, man. like
1: yeah, Jordan, that's my man, 100 Graham, man, like. Forever. How you meet forever, forever. Uh do stand up. Like I'm Julio Galerati, he was like with the Fat Baby with the Fat Baby crew. Julio was the first friend I ever made in comedy. I did a bring a show at Eastville when it was back when it was old, old Eastville. He was he me and him were the funniest people there and we became friends and just always remained friends. And then him and the guys at Fat Baby started throwing that show. And I met Jordan there and like me and Jordan were the only two black kids that were there. Well, Josh Weston was there. Or like oh, okay. me, and, but me and jo- me, me and Jordan just had like had a, like a lot in common, and we just started a friendship from there. And then we would see each other around town. We would see each other at shows and parties, and we be like, "Oh, this, this is this is the comedy nigga. Do you believe in like spiritual shit at all? I believe in energy
0: because mm-hmm. I do feel like I have Al Christakis. shout out Al. Like, there's comedians that you just get like paired with almost, where it's like, yeah. Or people, where it's just like you get paired with someone in the beginning. It's like this is no matter what, this is the person that like yeah for
1: sure. Yeah, it kind of felt like that kind of early on with me and Jay because like we just it's cool each other
0: to see what you do selling out shows downstairs at the stand and shit. And then the
1: thing, and then the, the the unique thing that was that made our friendship real dope was, so I'm older than Jay in years, so like you know I might have advice that he might talk of like. No, he might come to me for advice But he's older than me in comedy years So it's like It's a real good exchange of energy and vibes And just ideas and shit
0: Yeah When did Productively Stone get together?
1: Probably like a like a year into our friendship Or a couple months Ten months into our friendship type Oh trip. shit And You've built Did you just keep doing it throughout the whole thing? Like Yeah we just kept throwing it at We were throwing it monthly at Karma Lounge And then once jordan's acting career picked up you know he wasn't always available because he moved to la and he was living in la most of the years for a couple times for a couple years it was kind of really just on my shoulders to keep it going and like keep waving a flag and making sure but that's what helped me be a good producer a good host because like i was it was all on me for a while i bet people
0: i mean booking it i bet is like people see it and they think like oh that you haven't been doing it for a super long time and that this is something that you've built and like your shit cuz if you started that 10 months in and look at where it is now like yeah like that's like a ba- that's like your child that you yeah, lo- yeah, I
1: love I love doing predominantly song and and it is like our child because it's like what really made it poppin' was when we stopped doing it in and we started doing pop-up shows so then we like the first one I found I, I was able to get my hands on a mansion like in like like oh, by, by like Museum Mile by 5th Avenue a friend of mine had a mansion, and like we threw a whole like house party in a mansion. through and it was productively stone. It was the That's first one. Don't. It was me, Jordan, Ricky Velez.
0: Ricky's so fucking funny too. Yeah,
1: I can't. I can't even think who else was on there. But like Filio, and it was like maybe a girl comic too. But like we had like a whole fucking mansion full, and like Rick Ross's champagne company, Bel Air. They sent us yeah. thirty bottles. Oh shit. We gave out bottles to every audience member. This shit looked like yo, this shit. You was just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like my people from Atlantic Records came and filmed it. So it looked like we had great content for like feature shows. That's really cool. Yeah. When was that? That was like five, six years ago. Wow. And now it's do you like are you, you're taking it on the road and shit? Yeah, we're going to DC next month. It's our first time doing it in another city for like like properly like promoting it and everything like that. So we're doing DC August fourteenth at the Fridge. It's an art gallery out there. I bought a couple of art pieces out there. I love it. Oh really? It, Are you an art guy? I do. I am an art guy because especially like the the more I the the more I've grown as a standard comedian, the more I pre- appreciate other artists because just I appreciate other artists in the sense of like I appreciate how much time it took for them to get to the level that they're currently at. I appreciate the fact that it's something that I can't do unless I really. Like I appreciate that. Like this person said, "Yo, this is what I'm gonna do." Like, there's just so much about it that I'm like, "Okay, I get what you, I get where you're coming from." Even if I don't necessarily know what the art piece is, or like, you know, I, I judge art in my own way. Like, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Deluca. I can't remember. George. Some. I can't remember his first name, but like, from Dean and Deluca, you know, Dean mm-hmm. and Deluca. I met the Deluca guy one time at a house party that he threw, that was sponsored for like a corporate event. And we just we were friends for a little while and he invited me to lunch one time and he just he was like the best way to like judge art is you you know you just take it in as an experience you don't decide if it's good or bad you just decide if it's something you would share and I was like okay and so like that's how I move with art but like what I always appreciate no matter what is like I know that this took time this took time and dedication and just like this person is beating the same drum over, the same drum over and over and over until they get the right note that they know is that um
0: but that's what comedy is, or all like, yeah, even like music, or like, yeah, I like re- to respe- respect other art forms in that thing. I just had a, one, of, a, one of my favorite artists who was just on the podcast last night. He came over, Who's Lord up? NMF, he does like stuff for Griselda. Okay, and um, I don't know if you've ever seen West Side Gun, I don't know how well you know about like West, West Side Gun, has this huge chain that it's him as Jesus.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Or he has like the bloody hand. I like Westside and...
1: because he dresses like he's not forty. Westside is like the youngest old nigga. I like... He dresses like he's seventeen.
0: Oh, they're old as shit, but they were in their pri- they were in prison for most of their thirties. So then once they hit forty, they could like yeah. actually rap about that experience. Them niggas, mm. I like and they're that... nice as shit. Westside Gun gave me a hug when I met him. Like... I believe it. <laughs> yeah, the third thing. Those are the three truths. Then I would. <laughs> I was a loser in high school. And West I'm gave me a I'm <laughs> angry. West Westside Gun gave me a hug. Three truths and a lie. They swear. love comedy too, like Conway, The Machine. Like when comedians I comedians
1: are hilarious. That's why comedians and uh, comedians and rappers. I mean, rappers are hilarious. Comedians and rappers have a good cross intersection because, like, w- we all date the same type of chicks because the chicks who date us like guys with big personalities. Mm-hmm. So rappers have big personalities and comedians can have big personalities. So it'd be that type of stuff. And so, like, rappers are definitely hilarious. I'm,
0: uh, this is fucking, this is my idea. I'm saying on the on mic so no one can take it. But I am, I'm getting a show together where it's, like, rappers do comedy for the first time.
1: You heard Freddie Gibbs did rap comedy for the first time? Yeah, at the comedy store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard I heard Currency should do stand-up, so I heard Currency's hilarious. Danny Brown's doing. going to do stand-up? Damn, they, gonna, they about to take all our money. Yeah. Because if they can't sell a $50 Concert ticket, they could definitely sell a twenty dollar comedy ticket.
0: Yeah, but imagine how dope it would be for opening up for
1: Danny Brown, like doing comedy. That'd be great. I would love to just be funnier than him, so he it'd be hard for him to follow me. Yeah, as a comedian, that like that's the only will that's the only hill that you could really die on. Like you opening for a rapper, yo, how dare this rapper think he could be funnier than me?
0: I opened up for Inspected Deck and in Capadonna. Damn, that's month. dope. Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: You know who, who? You know whose career started off with them opening for rappers? Chris Rock. Really? Chris Rock, when he was touring, he, uh, apparently he opened for a lot of rappers. That's like, pretty dope. Yeah.
0: I like, thought I was going to bomb opening up for them, but it went really well, actually. I believe you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie
1: to you. At this at this point, I should just realize that you're going to believe what I say, yeah, no but, matter what. But because, no, I was expecting not to do it. But well, usually, like, like with a rap concert, you just got to come up with the energy. you go like, yeah, all right, yeah, hands up, y'all, yeah, who's here for some laughs? Yeah. You come in there like, hey, Sean, who's from out of town? They're going like, to get this motherfucker.
0: Yeah. There was, yeah. How'd you open? There was just this random old white family right there. And I was like, give it up to my family for coming out to support me. There you go. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck these white people are. (laughs) (laughs) But that's exactly how that's supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. It was just perfect
1: timing, you know what I mean? But yeah, that was... You ever do a show with rappers? Yeah, sometimes. Like, yeah, for Productively Stone, when we used to do it at the theater, I would invite rappers to come close it out, like do a single. Who have you had? Uh, Be Nova, like just rappers I liked off of SoundCloud. b Nova, yeah. Mr. Sax Fifth, uh, my homeboy Ty, Mercy's What his stage name is.
0: Who's that dude that Jordan lived with? Burhana, he's really Burhana. Dope. Yeah, we. He's dope.
1: Did we have him ever come through? Or we we should have had him.
0: Who do you like like? Who are you like? Who are your favorite rappers right now?
1: Uh, I like Freddie Gibbs right now. I like. Um,
0: did you like his album with Alchemist or Mad Lib more? Alchemist. <laughs>
1: I'm a bandana.
0: I didn't like Alfredo that much. I'm not gonna lie. I love Alfredo.
1: He that Alfredo you mean Alfredo got nominated for a Grammy. That Alfredo? <laughs> yeah, I thought Bandana was so much better with Mad Lib, That album is like amazing. Who else I like? I like um I like Travis because Travis puts me in a good mood to for when I'm on shows. I like Don Tolliver. I like his sound. I mm-hmm. like Blast. You know Blast?
0: Blast is real good because like he I, I found him through Mozzie. I like
1: Blast. I like Nipsey. I like all the New York niggas. I like Tutu G's. Tutu G's, I like yeah. Chef G. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, what's the other nigga from Brooklyn? Um, Sleepy Postmark Hollow. Like Sleepy Hollow. I love all them niggas. And they all talk about killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> i, I be like, doing like a trade. I'd be like, oh, these niggas sing?
0: I like the, like, Detroit shit. Like Sada Baby or what's Flint.
1: No, it's not even Sada Baby. What's the one that just went to jail with all the pimples in his face? Rio DeYoungo. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You know, he was burned by oil as a child. It's a uh, burn. Burned. I bet mean, you feel like a real asshole. No, no I, don't, I don't. I No, he. I guess he. His mom was like frying or something, and oil fell and
1: burned. My mother burned me in the face with just bread one time. Really? Because I overtoasted and she got upset.
0: And she like smacked you with the bread. Yeah, and like if you look at my beard, there's a little like hole somewhere here. You have a good beard. It's like not I patchy. That,
1: you know, out here. God bless me. God bless you. God bless me with the beard work. You have a good hairline. Nah, my hairline, love. I blame my mother again. You know, she just let me grow braids. I'd have been Gucci. Does <laughs> that help you? I might grow braids if it helps. Ooh, no, all, honestly, all, honestly, I'm happy my mother didn't <laughs> let me get braids because the way I was, I'd have had braids and just lost my whole life behind some braids. I'd have been, oh. I'd have been one of them niggas walking around with fuzzy braids. I'd have been a Jim Jones looking dude.
0: <laughs> you think you could pull that off? Yeah. You think you could pull off braids?
1: Combo, yeah. You yeah.
0: could do the one. My the mother's one. pretty.
1: I'd look great with some braids. I got my mother's face.
0: Yeah. My mom, I don't know. Who you look like, your pops? I look like both my parents, but my par- my dad- Whose hairline
1: you inherit? My dad. I don't know whose hairline I inherited, because my father still has a full head of hair, and all my mo- and like they say that you get your hair from your mother's side of the family, and all my uncles have great heads of hair. I'm the only tall person in my family, and
0: I'm only the only person with curly hair, but I look like both my parents.
1: Yeah, I think both our mothers have some explaining to do, is what I think. <laughs> do you not look like your dad? No. People come up to me, and they're like, are you rich? All right- <laughs> My dad's name is Dick Buck. Dick Buck. Yo, you know how much pussy I'd have got with a name like Dick Buck? Dick, if
0: you, wait, if your name was Dick Buck, you would get a lot of pussy. That oh. would be like your porn star name. Yeah. Dick Buck. My uncle's name is Donald Buck.
1: Nah, that's not it. That's not it. Like
0: Dick <laughs> that's Buck. not. You're not getting pussy with no, that name? No. Dick <laughs> Buck you, is the one not. You're dressed like Donald Duck right now. You have to what else do you have coming up like do you have uh anything else before we wrap up
1: how long do we do irish oh perfect we have product louis stone august 18th here at uh the stand then we have productly stone in washington dc august 14th i also um am touring with Rennie and friends i'm in kansas city this weekend follow me on instagram follow me on youtube i'm making a whole lot more videos i'm about to. I got a series coming out called Griff's Corner where I interview comedians while I take them to my favorite whiskey bar in Brooklyn and we drink. Oh, that's dope as shit. Yeah. When uh, is that coming out? That's coming out in a couple of weeks. I got, like, I got. Have you done weeks. any of them? Yeah, I did. I got Chanel Ali, Tone Bell, Rojo Perez, and CP. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And then. That's uh, really dope. I'm going to get some more of the homies on there. And then. Are you a whiskey guy? I was. I love. I love good. I'm still. Good whiskey. Now you're trying not to drink in your shows. Yeah. That, so I'm uh, trying not to. But I. I love whiskey. Like I love High West. I love. Uh, Pinhook. I love. There's this. There was this whiskey brand that's popular in New York called Hudson. They like. You've. You ever seen their like their advertisements all around New York? Probably. They're new. Well, they're not new, but the advertisements is new or whatever. And. Hudson used to have some maple some like maple cash shit that was real good, but they stopped selling it, and they, I feel like they're falling off. But. Damn.
0: I don't drink wh- whiskey. I used to drink a lot of. What do you don't drink now? I
1: saw you guys had a tool more in the front. I was like, oh, y'all drinking, y'all drinking decent out here.
0: All I, I d- kept it to
1: myself. I was like, mind your business.
0: <laughs> I used to drink heavy, but all I drink now is White Claws, really.
1: Damn. Bro, Why, if you're going to drink, at least stay away from the carbonated. Just drink tequila
0: yeah but i'll the, get the cocaine up. of alcohol the
1: casamigos
0: you you and jordan got me after our fucking night me, and jo- me and jordan
1: we are so thotty when we get together yeah you guys <laughs> in connecticut we're doing shots we're fucking yeah getting fucked up casamigos is the one yeah no
0: don't don't, that, you, gotta don't do tell me to do you gotta do the
1: <laughs> don't tell me to start drinking tequila i'm gonna yeah, start Tequila is the one. See, that's the problem. Everyone got a bad story about tequila because none of us knew that tequila was the cocaine of alcohol. Yeah. But now that we all know, we know to come in easy. You ever easy. do cocaine? Damn, on the pod? No. <laughs> I've never done it. Me neither. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about. It.
0: <laughs> you did. See, I've only done mushrooms, DMT, and weed. I've done Molly,
1: shrooms, LSD, Not weed. Coke. <laughs> Why'd you repeat that part? I thought we already got over that part. I had to tell it to the camera so they believe you. They believed me the first time I said it. I just was like, "Damn, on the pie. He's like, "You did coke." I'm like, "Damn, dog, I've never." All right. Well, edit it out. Yeah, you know, he looked like the dare dog too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> someone said that's not the only. Someone said courage the cowardly dog too. That's funny. That
1: is. Thanks you look like a rubber duck well. right now.
0: I don't know why, cat. <laughs> My right Donald now. Duck vibe, man. Look, the duck. You no, know, had... you look like a rubber duck with the yellow. The buck has head. Stay, man. The bu- You can pull off a bucket hat. I can't pull off a bucket hat. Yes, you can, man. No.
1: You pulling off? The- Are you Jewish? No, I'm you not. You pulling off the everyone, think-
0: everyone thinks I'm Jewish. I'm not. <laughs> I did a roast. I did comedy fight club, and literally the every joke the guy had was Sam looks so Jewish.
1: Anyone? <laughs> I <It> was like. <laughs> He, he knew what button to press. He was like, "Why yeah. would I stop?" Yeah, he knew. You were over here trying to be divi- you trying to be like diverse with your jokes. You was like, "I was writing about this, yeah, and that, yeah." Nah, he was like, "Nah, more anti-Semitic <laughs> jokes on the way." Are you a good roaster? Uh, no, nah, I, I I don't know. I never gave it a shot because in my mind I was like, "Yo, man, somebody say." That. <laughs> I was like, I was so sensitive in my ego. I was like, "Man, somebody going to tell me what they really think." I'ma fight them. <laughs> you and Jordan should do Comedy Fight Club. I bet you guys
0: could headline one of those shows.
1: What do you mean? Like roast like each other? Like they have like
0: a headliner every episode.
1: And what we roast each other? Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh no. Nah. Would you be too mean? I wouldn't even be mean, bro. I'd be like, nah. Yeah. I just go. I'd <laughs> that you yeah, me and George just never do that. We would be like, yo, but we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it, and wanna... you could never and you could never be like, but so you guys could be I'd be like, nah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm mean to my friends.
1: Yeah, I'm like, hell no. You just start saying that. You like roast each other with compliments. <laughs> it wouldn't even yeah. be that. <laughs> Jordan would just start telling shit that I don't want people to know. I'd be like, hey, man. He's just telling The fuck? Look, he did do coke that one. Time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see dick. <it. laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you, it. Always. Peace, everyone.